Well, do you have any questions about the instruction or your experience so far? Or any experience that you haven't had so far? <laughs> you know, people can come with expectations and it hasn't happened yet. So. Today we'll be offering um, uh, the initial instructions and reminders. Um, it's helpful to use a primary object for the first couple days uh, to help um, develop some uh, momentum, continuity to the awareness. Um, and the noting that I mentioned in that sitting, the labeling, if you're familiar with that, it can be a, a strong support for the clarity of knowing what you're experiencing. And that is uh, the proximate cause for being mindful in the next moment. So <clears throat> you might try that or use that, uh, strengthen it. And uh, in addition, the, um, we want to, during this retreat, pay particular attention to the balance of mind, both in the efforting of our practice. Um, being diligent and continuous, but not, uh, you know, <laughs> not gripping, top-heavy, striving, uh, putting pressure on the mind. That's not, <clears throat> that's not particularly helpful. On the other hand, we do have to be, we do want to try to be as continuous as possible. So there's some adjusting of your uh, energy, your effort, in order to find that place of balance where you're making the effort but you're not gripped with trying to create some special experience. That's the first area of uh, watching for a balanced mind in the efforting or in the, the making of the effort in meditation. The second place you want <clears throat> to uh, begin to pay attention to uh, the balance of mind <coughs> is when you have a reaction to what you experience. And if there's discomfort arising in the body and the mind gets a little bit frenetic or a little bit discomforted or a little bit irritated by it, well, take note of that. That's, that's an imbalanced mind in reaction to the unpleasantness of the experience. Or if you happen to have uh, uh, pleasant experience. You walk outside and it's warm, finally, and dry, yay. <laughs> then, and you feel this uh, pleasant feeling that can also spin out into a kind of an indulgent, rambling train of thought about, about that. So just watch your reaction to both pleasant and unpleasant experiences in the meditation because Reactivity is uh, the uh, near enemy of, of a balanced mind. Or, hmm? Oh yeah, the fire enemy, sorry. Yeah, the near enemy is, we'll get to that too. But it's, it's what most disrupts the uh, balance of mind. 
So keep an eye on, on that too. During the uh, walking periods this morning, just find a comfortable pace for you. And Kamala will give more instructions at the end of the next sitting. But just find a comfortable pace for you. Um, and that will change throughout the walking period or throughout the day. Uh, a pace where you can be at ease with yourself. Where you can just be present with the experience of walking. Um, feeling comfortable in the body so that you can attend to the experience within the body of, of walking. Um, the noble silence. Um, most of you have settled into your room and probably have gotten your yogi job instructions, so there's that much is out of the way. Um, it really is a strong support for developing the momentum of awareness and for keeping your mind from getting agitated by uh, just not speaking, not writing notes, not reading. I don't know if there's anything to read here, but uh, just not reading, but just, just being with your own mind and watching that. You don't have to be grim and, and kind of alienated from each other, but just to let, let others uh, live their life and you can live your life uh, easily together. Comments, questions? The comment is about eye contact, and on a previous retreat, there was they were instructed not to have eye contact. And here, there's well, maybe initially, there's a little more contact, and just you don't have to kind of kind of be skittish about seeing others, but it's the communicating through eye contact that is that can be uh, agitating to the mind or or distracting to the mind. Yeah, you know, sometimes we see, we, we, you know, we're going through the lunch line and we catch someone's eye and, and that's fine. You don't have to be too uh, skittish or tight about that. But this long gazing, ah, yeah, you know, yeah, cool. Uh, not so necessary. Yeah, yeah we, we, we we often say to guard your sense doors, meaning uh, not to kind of seek distraction through looking, through listening, through um, just activity like that, but just to kind of keep your attention within so that you know when you're seeing, you know when you're looking, you know when you're hearing, you know when you're listening, so that you just not ramping up activity, but being willing to just let it all settle down. Let's see. Yeah, Rich. Could you say another word about the balance of effort in noting? I noticed today both in walking and sitting that the noting would move from being helpful to being 
Sure. Um, the noting or the labeling in the sitting, you can also do in the walking, just recognizing, <coughs> stepping, 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 or lifting, placing, lifting, placing. Sometimes, if we're not very uh, delicate with that, the naming or the noting or the labeling can get very loud in the mind and it actually obscures or overwhelms the experience that you're recognizing. So attend to the volume, you know, turn, turn the volume down of the noting. You know, we say 2%, you know, 98% is in the, of your attention experiences in the feeling of the breath or the step or whatever it is. And just 2% is just, just a hint, a very light recognition of, oh, stepping or breathing in, breathing out. So notice your volume. And particularly, notice the quality of mind in the labeling. Sometimes we can get pretty, use the noting as a bludgeon to stepping, stepping, or, you know, pain, pain, <laughs> or whatever. Um, or we, we notice that the mind has wandered away and we just, you know, we uh, grab a hold of it with an unbalanced mind to bring it back. Be just, well, just notice when that happens. It, it may, so just notice it and then see if you can adjust, uh, ratchet it down a little bit. Okay. Yeah, Less, another comment? Sure. Or to something like going outside. And, sure. And yeah. uh, I think you're talking about having some balance with that. Yeah, sure. I mean, the, first we need to notice when we get averse to something, we don't like it, or we push it away, or, or when we get really kind of <coughs> indulged in liking something, pleasant or unpleasant experience. These are imbalanced states of mind and their hindrances to our practice. They, they prevent us from developing further uh, awareness and continuity. And when we get entangled in thinking about pleasant or unpleasant experiences, then we're lost. We get lost in thought. We start trying to figure out how to get rid of the pain and how to make an adjustment and why it's happening and the old ski injury that it seems to be activating. And, and, and while we're thinking all that and judging it and evaluating it and we're not actually being aware of it, mindfully aware of it. So just notice, oh, I've been lost in some story about some unpleasant thing, or I'm lost in a story about some pleasant experience. When you're lost in the story, well, you're lost. So that's a reactivity, reaction to the pleasantness or unpleasantness. So we want to recognize that, just see if we can let it go, and often we can. Once you become aware of it, you just let it go and reconnect with either the direct experience that provoked the reaction, or you can begin uh, again, or you can go back to the, the primary object, the breath in the sitting, or the posture, or the movement in the walking. Yeah? Um, it's very Yes. So, you look at a daffodil and, uh, oh, 
No, no. We, okay, so guarding the sense doors, a couple things. One is we walk around, our eyes are open. But there's a big difference between just walking with your eyes open, seeing, which happens quite naturally, and then looking, you know, when something catches your attention and you look at it with fascination or curiosity or, you know, then you get pulled out of them, you get pulled out of your mind into the object. So notice when that happens. Notice, oh, seeing happens, but when you get caught, curiosity or enjoyment or whatever, that happens because you're not noticing that you're seeing or you're not noting that you're seeing, you're not noting that you're hearing. You're kind of lost in the object. So we want to be aware of that. Guard your sense doors. Don't, don't be looking around like investigating. But when something calls your attention, Note that. I just don't know where the joy goes then. You, pardon? I don't know where the joy goes then. What? <clears throat> I don't know where the joy goes then. Yeah. Okay, so I know that. Yeah. Great. Note the joy. If joy is happening. I know it. And okay. I just stay with it until something else happens. Okay. Yeah. Is that, is that? Sure. Yeah. If you look at something, you feel joy. No seeing, no joy. We'll see what happens next. Yeah. We can't really, you know, we don't want to try to stop the natural functioning of the mind. Eyes, if the eyes are open and there's and you're alive, seeing's going to happen. If you're, you know, uh, same with hearing. You know, when sounds occur, hearing happens. Sometimes we're aware of it, and sometimes we're not. If you're aware of it, note that. Note the seeing. Note the hearing. <clears throat> okay.